Blog Talk Radio. The great city playboys, they're always around to help build your hope up and help drag you down. They'll leave you with nothing worth singing about. Good evening, my duties. It is Thursday, March 20th, 2014. You check in with your smoking nephew, Blazing Rye. And I'd like to welcome the Sade to my batter-in-law, Mr. Jonathan Reed. Jonathan, how are you, sir? Good. How are you, Reese? Hey, hey, my, oh, my river. It just keeps rolling, just keeps rolling away, baby. I really want to know how you feel. I wish I could Congratulations, mine. Thank you, sir. Let's do it up. Uh, all right, so what's going on with you, John Weeks, right now in the year 2012? What's going on with you, sir? 2012, well, uh, well I, don't, um, I just got a new job with the Hartford Legislature 2012 after <laughs> working as a clerk in Meredith. No, no, uh, last weekend was good. My parents finally came to see me. Been a whole year. They finally came to see me in Vermont. It was nice. We hung out. Uh, we went to a couple breweries and got drunk. And um, <laughs> then we went to the Von Trapp uh, kind of like resort that they have here in Vermont. I, I don't know. Uh, I didn't even know it existed, but it was at Von, you know, the Von Trapp's in the Sound of Music. So I guess they moved here yeah. and uh, they moved to Vermont because it reminded them most of their hometown in Aust- Austria, I guess. So. It was fun. It was very beautiful there. <laughs> I didn't know that the the Von Traps were up in Vermont now. <laughs> I didn't know that either, but uh, they at least have a resort. I think the some of the family still works there, but most of them are kind of scattered around the world. Mm-hmm. Well, Rich is, you, now you and your parents all getting drunk together doesn't sound like a, it, it could have ended well. <laughs> well, it was mostly them getting drunk and me driving them around, but it was quite humorous. I never thought my dad would drink that much. He drank a lot. Did he get sick? <laughs> no, he doesn't. He, I, and I think I've made him a, uh, an alcoholic in a lot of ways because um, he, he used to never drink. Now, uh, you know, that I've introduced him to some beers in Vermont, which I think are some of the best beers I've ever had. Not that I'm a beer connoisseur, but... Um, He's loving it. He just loves them. Is what does he like the best? Is it that long trail? No, I didn't like the long trail. Um, he likes uh, this really rare beer here in uh, Vermont. It's called uh, 
Penny Topper, which uh, I looked up on the beardadvocate.com. It's the number one out of best 250 beers in America. What's it called? Penny Hopper? Uh, it's Hetty. Hetty Topper. Teddy Topper? Teddy Topper, yes. Can you say Teddy Topper 36 times fast? Okay, it's Hetty, like head, like you're, like you're. Heady topper, 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 because I have been trying to um, purge my room of all the unnecessary things that are in it. So I put together a bunch of clothes that I haven't worn in a long time to uh, donate. And I looked up, like, or I, I remembered that there was a donation bin over by the Whole Foods in Brooklyn, which is about uh, 30 blocks away. And so Ooh. I I, I, leave the, I leave the house. And I was thinking, like, all right, well, I got to, you know, like a homeless guy, I got to drag this garbage bag on the train or bus or whatever. And uh, and, and then, luckily, as soon as I uh, crossed the street on my block, right in front of me was a thing said, donate clothes. And I was like, oh, I guess this has been here for five years and I haven't noticed it. <laughs> so I I tried to put them in there and I asked the guy who was, like sweeping the porch, I was like, "Can I? Uh, I put clothes in here." He said, "See," and then he helped me uh, put the clothing in there because it was hard to fit the bag in there. Saturday, fast forward to today, tonight before the show, I go outside to the. the it looks like a dumpster, um, but it's. I guess it's a donation bin. So, and there's already like I know I'm gonna have problems with getting my bags in there because I got more, but there's already a bag that's up in the entrance to this thing and I was like god damn it so I had to remove somebody else's trash bag full of clothes oh. I know so I was like oh I really don't want to touch this thing but it was the only way to get the my shit in there because <laughs> theirs wouldn't fit so I'm touching somebody else's bag of shit and then I, I, uh, I put it down and I, I get my stuff in, and then I keep I make three trips and to to get everything. And the the third bag I had uh, wasn't fitting in. So what I had to do was fit my bag in there, and then the the other guy's bag in there side by side at the the little entry door to the thing. And um, I just felt so uh, eased out after that. I wasn't planning on taking a shower tonight, but I. As soon as I got back to the crib, I showered my ass off to get rid of whatever, you know, other person's clothing bag I was touching. What do you think about that? That's kind of gross. Uh, you're like handling everybody's uh, dirty underwear. Oh, gross. And uh, I, I don't know why, but they make those things so difficult to operate sometimes. Um, and, and, like, they have the ones that hand them, but they have, like, a million of them. And you have to pull it down and then put the stuff in there, and then you got to, like, crunch it in there. And people, like, load that thing, thing so much that uh, one time I opened it up, and there were, like, shoes falling out all over the place. I had to take, like, an hour just cleaning up the mess somebody else had made. 
and uh, with these, those damn contraptions they have, uh, it, it's just ridiculous. Uh, you know, they should have like a humongous bin for this stuff. It, they're not these like little bins like for book drop-offs at libraries. It's a little ridiculous. You know? Yeah. 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 Why? Yeah. Why are they such narrow holes when you're trying to stick your shit in there? That, exactly. Make the hole bigger. Make the make hole the bigger. bigger. You've got to make the holes bigger so you can fit all your uh, stuff into the tiny, tight little hole. They've got to make the holes bigger. Why do they do this? Is it so that people don't throw trash in there? <laughs> I think that's why. I think they're trying to limit what you can put in there, but... It doesn't matter. I've found all kinds of crap in there trying to put my own stuff in there. You know, and uh, it's just... What are you doing rummaging through these bins? (laughs) (laughs) You are a smart lad. You found me out. I actually don't uh, donate stuff. I actually go through there and take stuff out. (laughs) (laughs) You you make sure you find the smelliest garment possible, don't you? (laughs) That's what I'm looking for. It's not always easy, you know. (laughs) <laughs> you look for the bed bugs too. Oh, the bed bugs are great. <laughs> That's the filet mignon of the uh, garbage of underworld. The, uh, <laughs> of the underworld. <laughs> of the garbage underworld. Um, <laughs> you know, when we were in a uh, high school. Uh, Danny DeStefano and I used to take. Um, we used to eat McDonald's sometimes uh, before tennis or like after tennis. And we would go, uh, you know, we would not dispose of these McDonald's bags appropriately. We would always, because our friends James and Andrew Lyons lived near the school, we would dispose of the McDonald's in their mailbox every time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, well, that's nice. You get a special delivery, you know. McDaniels is always good. (laughs) McDaniels? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I like that day better for McDonald's. This should be changed to McDaniels. <laughs> uh, like Damonese and Paper Jane, man. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Regis. <laughs> Regis or Yeezus? Regis. That's your name, right? Oh. You're Josh Travolta, Dave. Well, you know that, uh, wait, you're talking about Adele Dazeem? <laughs> no, I'm talking about. Adele Dazeem. <laughs> let's uh, let's play that while we're on it. Here, please welcome the wickedly talented one and only Adele Dazeem. Unbelievable. <laughs> <laughs> that just never gets old to me. That's amazing. Oh, that's amazing. I heard a lady on the radio the last couple of days on on air with Ryan Seacrest, this lady was giving the countdown of songs and she was like, at number three, it's Adina Menzel, otherwise known as Adele Dazeem. And they're actually, you know, calling her that on the radio. You know? I feel like she could almost change her name to Adele Dazeem. I like that name much more, quite frankly. She should change it. Anyway, my point is that we really, you know, we made the the Lions' is Twin, the Lions Twins mailbox smelling all nice and uh, like McDonald's french fries, and it was a beautiful thing. And I would have never done it because I was a good kid, except Danny said that uh, James Lyons liked it 
when we did that. So, <laughs> now what's the problem? Put trash in the mailbox. That's a great idea. They should make a cologne uh, out of McDonald's French fries, McDaniels. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like the uh, whole, uh, you know how like when you eat McDonald's, you feel so horrible afterwards, you got to take a shower. I feel like, you know, it's like the beach when Kramer had the beach cologne on Seinfeld. And then the guys like, like people shower right when they come back from the beach because they don't want to smell like the beach. Uh, right. I feel like you'd run into that problem. I agree with that, yes. So when you're rummaging through these uh, rummage bins or whatever you call it, what what uh, what what is what are what's the best thing you've found? Oh uh, well, it's difficult to say, but and to each his own. But I like to find really nice button-up shirts with stains all over them. <laughs> well, that explains a lot of our nights out. Uh, and I like the weirdest. Ooh, the weirdest thing that I found. I've actually found a uh, uh, a couple brand new pair of shoes that were very expensive with ladies' shoes, and I I found actually a wallet. Why? Wait, did the wallet have money in it? The the wallet did have money in it, but there was no ID in it, and. Uh, I didn't know what to do with the wallet, so I, I there's no one I could re- return it to. And usually I do this at, like, midnight. So uh, what I did was uh, I just left it. <laughs> How much money was in this wallet? It wasn't a big amount. It was, like, 40 bucks, I believe. Oh, and how about this? The, well, why are you getting ladies' shoes? Are you getting buying a lady's shoes and giving her, or you're, you're not buying, so you're giving her some trash shoes? That, that, <laughs> Well, you, you know, you know, you do what you got to do, man. You know, this is how you do. Yeah, but uh, I, I, I did, I did not take the ladies' shoes either. But they were brand new. They were brand new. Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> speaking of uh, fascinating objects, hey, 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 we, hey. You enjoy uh, sex toys? I do. Those are all the only toys that we can play with nowadays. <laughs> right, and I especially enjoy the ones that come out of the clothing donation bins on the street. Oh, oh my God, yes. They've already or been if, used, so you know they're good. Yeah, or if you go on Amazon.com, you can get a like-new fleshlight. Ooh, that sounds pretty anyway, interesting. My point is, go to BlazinRyeRadio.com, B-L-A-Z-I-N-R-Y-R-A-D-I-O.com, BlazinRyeRadio.com, Click on the backstage header on the top of the screen and click on the banners for AdamandEveToys.com. You can get a, it says shop Optimale here. Optimize every opportunity. <laughs> Optimale, men's sexual health and wellness. Uh, you got flirting with fantasy where you can get a crotchless, a free crotchless naughty nurse panty with any lingerie purchase. Um, are you in search of the ultimate orgasm? You can shop Ooh. Cosmo's top picks there. Um, and uh, also, when you sign up for email, you get $10 off instantly. Feel good about buying more. You can save 10%, 25%, or even save 33%, depending on how much you buy. they got masturbators, rabbit vibes, vibrators, sex toys, dildo sex toys, lingerie, lube, naughty novelties, and they have some sale items. As far as I know, nothing is used or like new here. It's all brand spanking new. 
great deal. Go to BlazingRyeRadio.com. Click on the banner for Adam and Eve John Weeks, anything to add to that? Do it. Just do it. <laughs> you also get a free gift with a purchase of $17 or more. You'll be qualified to get a free mystery DVD or sex toy with your order. Make sure to check the box wow. at checkout to confirm your free gift. Wow, that's a good deal. And don't they have the wand? The mystery wand. Don't they have a wand or something? Is like there wizard? a wand? Did, did we? I think maybe. Uh, let me see. There's an embrace rechargeable bunny wand. There's a <laughs> peace spot wand attachment. I assume that means pussy spot. Uh, I got a magic wand. See, that's uh, the Tom Fogarty line of, of products. <laughs> How about this one? Functioning, wait, no. Function vibrating anal wand. What do you think that does to your anus? <laughs> that sounds amazing. That's, that's definitely on Tom Fogarty's wish list. <laughs> but what do you think that is? Ten, what is it? Ten function vibrating anal wand. Oh, my God. That's... Uh, Sounds like it creates magic in the anal area. (laughs) (laughs) Anal magic. Anal magic. Well, I'm so glad we're on this topic because um, last week, uh, Fogarty told a joke, and I thought something just sounded a little off about it. I don't know if you tell me if anything sounds off about it, and, you know, we'll see if we're on the same page or not. It's subtle, so you may not get it, but here. Target's store website this week features a teen girl model who was missing part of her vagina. Target <laughs> apologized and said, we meant to cut off part of her dick. Did you notice anything strange about that? Uh, <laughs> a little bit. I mean, he was talking about a vagina at first, and then he started talking about a dick. I don't know what he, what he means by that. Stop playing like we don't talk about that every show. No, I'm talking about, listen to the very beginning of it again. Listen to the very beginning here. Target's store website this week features a teen girl model who is missing part of her vagina. Target. All right, so did you notice it that time? Target's store website, a teen girl model? (laughs) No, model. Okay, so the thing that I found odd about it, and, and mm-hmm. I'll play it one more time just so you hear it this time, it's the way that he pronounced vagina. Okay. All right, so here, listen one more time. Target's store website this week features a teen girl model who was missing part of her vagina. Target <laughs> apologized and said, we meant to cut off part of her dick. <laughs> you know, to me that sounded like vagina. <laughs> it sounded a little like vagina. Vagina? Vagina, yeah. Vagina. <laughs> um, well, it's, you know, it, and then I, I listen to a lot of other podcasts. Uh, there's a mm-hmm. podcast on Friday nights uh, called Friday Night Cranks. And it's this dude named Jared who makes phone calls. I believe the website is FridayNightCranks.com. Let me just verify that since um, I'm about to play some clips. Yeah, FridayNightCranks.com, and they're on the YouTubes and all that shit. Um, You can download their app on the uh, App Store as well. So uh, what happened on this particular call is Jared, who makes crank calls um, and puts them into a video podcast, 
was asking a tampon company how to use a tampon. Okay? <laughs> yes. Um, keep in mind he's a man, and <laughs> keep in mind that the woman to whom he's talking is a woman. And I'm going to play you a couple clips from it. Um, here's the first one. All right? Okay. You ready? Okay. You ready for this? I don't know if you're ready for this. I'm ready. I'm re- I, think I hope I'm ready. All right. Now, remember, this is Jared from FridayNightCranks.com calling a tampon company to figure out how to use a tampon device here. Just putting it up in, insert it, and then just pull the cardboard out. Put, put it up in what? You said insert In your vagina? In the what? Yeah. In your uh, your. Uh, did, you, did you say in my, in my butt? Your butt? Yeah, up, you know, up the front of your head. Just stick it in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, what, so what are your initial thoughts to that first clip? I don't know what she's talking about. I don't think she even knows what she's talking about. Put it in your butt? Didn't she say butt? What is she talking about? She is just... And then she feels so awkward talking about her own, like, you know... Reproductive organ. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, you know, I guess it's, uh, it is awkward to talk to a guy about it. It's a complete stranger. But, uh, I mean, what's the deal there? Well, at that point, she doesn't know that he is a man, um, but she, she she can't seem to find the word vagina. And <laughs> so then he says the word butt, and she figures she'll just go with that, I guess. Because... <laughs> <laughs> so here's the next clip. All right, here. Um, and now, are there are there safer ways to to handle this situation, or you have to just think up the butt's the easiest way to go? Yeah, I just stick it up your javanus, and that's it, honey. <laughs> oh my God! What did she say? She just. You just stick it up your Chibata? <laughs> what is this, the Chibata roll? What, what is she talking about? <laughs> I don't think she was going to say butt there, right? She would say Chibata. I heard Chibata. <laughs> um, I think Chibata would have made more sense than what she's saying. She's saying Javina. In a southern accent. Uh, <laughs> but isn't it so fucking weird that a woman who works at a tampon company doesn't know what a vagina is? And she, you know, let alone she's a woman and should know it, you know, immediately. Right, right, right. <laughs> Let's hear that one one more time. Um, okay. And now, are there are there safer ways to, to handle this situation, or you have to just think up the butt's the easiest way to go? Yeah, I just stick it up your Javanas, and that's it, honey. Javanas? What are you? Oh my God, this lady, this lady's done lost it. It gets worse. Here is the next clip. It it only goes in the Javanas. You don't uh, put it in. In, in the what? Uh, I'm or, sorry. You, you, it goes up where? You you said a word that I didn't hear before. The same word, I'm not pronouncing it very well. The same word you said that instead of the penis, the other, it goes up the butt. 
Uh, designer. <laughs> he still can't get it, you know? She, he said it before. I think she even said it once before. Why is she saying Javana? What is this Javana? You say Chobani? Is she talking about Chobani yogurt? What is she talking about? Jeez, your mind is really on, on food tonight, huh? <laughs> yeah, it, is. It, it, it always is, pretty much. You're going to go eat, eat a Chobani sandwich on Chobada. Chobani Chobada sandwich, thing. Chobani Chobada. out of her mind. Chobani Chobada Divina. So uh, there's there's one more clip here from this woman who who really is, is just a treat. Here we go. <laughs> no, they put them up the vaginas. They don't put them up their back. It's just for... Oh, the Javina. The, the Javina? Yeah. Javina. Yeah, it's to keep... It's just for like when you're on your period for ladies. So, <laughs> again, she says Javina. Let's get it. That, that, uh, third one, one more time. It, it only goes in the genitals. You don't uh, put it in, in, in the what? Pants at all, I'm right? sorry. You, it goes up where? You, you said a word that I didn't hear before. The same word, I'm not pronouncing it very well. The same word you said that instead of the penis, the other, it goes up the. But. Divina. <laughs> I played the wrong one. Right here. Um, and now, are there are there safer ways to to handle this situation, or you to just think up the butt's the easiest way to go? Yeah, I just stick it up your javanus, and that's it, honey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I cut you off before weeks. What were you gonna say? No, 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 no problem. It's a, it's as simple as that. You just stick it up your javanus, and that's it. <laughs> <laughs> Where do you think those oh ladies have wow. all these years? <laughs> so bad. Where, 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 uh, where do you think this lady's been sticking her tampons all these years? <laughs> <laughs> Up her butt or Javina? I don't know what the Javina is, but <laughs> wherever the Javina is, she's sticking them up there, I think. <laughs> would you? Would you take... Some <laughs> some Chobani and scoop it up into a Javina and then put Chibata on either side and have a Javina Chobani Chibata sandwich. <laughs> it sounds delicious. It sounds like something uh, they would sell at Jack in the Box. <laughs> oh, God. It sounds like there's a lot of... Uh, Oh, there's a lot of uh, creamy uh, g- grossness, and there's a lot of carbs is what I'm trying to say. There's a lot of carbs in that. Not in the there is a lot of carbs, bread. but, you know, all you got to do is fist it, and you'll be fine. Fist it, you'll find it. Here's another weird thing that happened to me on uh, uh, the other night, because I, I mentioned I've been encountering weird people. So far, I've only mentioned mm-hmm. myself is uh, fighting with trash, but um, the there's this guy who walked uh, next to me last night. I was crossing the street. We were kind of walking into each other a bit. He he gives a look at me, and I look at him. He gives another look, and he says, hey, weird question. Is it Wednesday? 
And I had to think about it. I had to think about it. I said, yes. And that was it. But what do you make of that moment? What the hell was that about? Well, what time of day was that guy asking uh, what day it was? It was around 7 p.m. That is odd. That's very odd. I could understand, like, in the morning when you actually need to know that. But, I mean, why does he need to know that at 7 p.m. towards the end of the day? And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, this, this guy's out of his damn mind. He's sticking to Sabina <laughs> on a Thursday when he thinks it's Friday. This, guy, this guy's got issues. <laughs> what? What does that have to do with Sabina? <laughs> I don't know, but I just love that word. <laughs> so where do I stick it? Oh, you up the butt, just stick it right <laughs> And then later yeah, he asked her, he's like, do I, uh, so, so you told me to stick it up the butt, and she was like, well, that's when I thought you were a lady and knew what I was talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I find that very odd that he's asking you what day it is towards the end of the day. Uh, this guy was, he has some serious issues. Did he look like he was on drugs? He, not really. I mean, he looked a little strange, but maybe he, I don't know, maybe he looked a little bit drunk or a little bit, maybe he smoked some some of that reefer, but he didn't look like he was all hopped up and logy on the stuff. Wow. Uh, you know, I, I don't, we've all had moments where we forget the day, but I mean, 7 p.m. is a weird time to forget what, what day it is. You know, you know what here's I'm saying? The, here's the only way it would make sense. Because George Carlin used to have a joke, you ever fallen asleep in mid-afternoon and you wake up in the middle of the night and you have no idea what goddamn day it is? Yeah, that's happened. That's happened, yeah. yeah. So yeah. hopefully that's what that was, you know? That's probably, yeah, that's probably what happened. He fell asleep and then he just woke up and he's walking around the streets. He doesn't know what day it is. And he's trying yeah. to figure out... Uh, you know, uh, whether he's got to go to work at night or something. Maybe it works night shift. <laughs> General <laughs> hospital night shift. Here's the other weird thing that happened. Um, I was at the gym on Monday, and uh, I uh, was on the elliptical machine. You know those machines? They're like, uh, 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 <laughs> Yeah, you know, I love those machines. Oh, I love those so I was on the elliptical for like a half hour. I I got off, and I guess there were there were people. At least one guy was waiting for an elliptical to be free. Um, so as soon as I got off, I go over to get the uh, sanitary napkin. That's not the right term. <laughs> get the uh, the Clorox wipes or whatever, and it was sanitary napkins. I'd have to find a Javina to put them up. Okay. <laughs> so I go over to get the sanitary napkins, and then I, I turn around, and this guy has already hopped onto the elliptical, and I look at him, and as I'm reaching for the the, the wipe, and he just starts laughing maniacally. Like, just laughing when we make eye contact. And I kind of did, like, a gesture, like, are you good? Do you need me to wipe it down? And he just kept laughing. So that was the first thing. And then I walked from that area of the gym over to uh, where the uh, water fountain is. And I'm, I'm walking very close to the fountain. And all of a sudden, bam, I get 
kicked right in the leg by this lady who was doing some sort of core exercises, you know, without the weights or whatever. She just kicked right, bam, kicked, kicked in the leg. And, and I, like, am jarred, of course. And I, I look at her, and I'm, I'm like, I say it's all right as if she said sorry, but then I realize she's laughing maniacally as well. So, oh, my God. Yeah, and this was all in the span of, like, three minutes. So then I think, I'm thinking in my head, Jonathan, I'm thinking in my head, Jonathan, I'm thinking in my head, am I in, like, the fucking twilight zone here? What the hell is going on? Like, do I have some weird thing that's on me that's making people laugh at me? But it was really fucked up. (laughs) That is fucked up. It sounds like something out of Pee Wee Herman, where everybody just, you know, kind of stops, everybody's just laughing at you. Uh, It makes no sense. What, and was this today? What day was this? This was on uh, Monday. Oh, that's true. That, well, even worse. To have it on a Monday, that's even worse. Uh, you know, <laughs> first of all, this guy's like, you go on your machine, you offer to wipe it down, he just starts laughing, that makes no sense. I would feel very, like, shocked by that. And then I walk away, and then I get kicked, and the lady just starts laughing? I mean, what yeah. the hell? I mean, that's a double whammy Monday. That's a... That's a that might go down in the history books as one of the worst Mondays of all time. That's <laughs> a DWM. Uh, and Take time to roll Not the right thing. Oh, Not me. Mark Madness. Woo Woo Hello. Uh, what, 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 do you, what, what have you been doing today? What's going on in your life right now in 2012? Yeah, man. Life's mad, March Madness all damn day. Woo! Syracuse! Yeah, go I've on. Seen so many ba- I've seen so many bouncing balls on Bug Eyed. Ooh! <laughs> Don't have to do So, who have you got for us tonight for the Hot Mess Awards side? Okay, my first one is going to be Riri. Apparently, this apparently this poor dear is as dumb as a box of rocks. She's got this lawsuit going on back and forth between her ex-accountant, who she's blaming for losing $9 million of her money. His counter is, I didn't know I had to explain to her the simple fact that if you spend money on things, then it is things you have and not money. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. You know, uh, he he's like saying that all he was doing was, you know, giving her an account of her spending because that's all she was doing. <laughs> and buying designer everything and throwing lavish parties and now all of a sudden she has uh, no money, it appears. <laughs> she needs to go rummage yeah. these uh, clothing donation bins with weeks. That's right. Got to go roving. That. <laughs> Rihanna, first hot mess. Who is your second sire? 
And my second one is going to be Lady Gaga, who, mm. who apparently is in a snit over being compared to Katy Perry. Now, I agree their music is nothing alike, but I think there's a real similar thing going on, and it's all about substance. You know, it's all about style instead of substance at this point. So Lady Gaga's response to this was to say, I don't know what the fuck. Katy Perry and I have to do with each other. I couldn't be more different. I will stop. I will quit. I will retire from the commercial market if I can't do something other than be myself. <laughs> wow. Strong word. Yeah. Yeah. A tad dramatic. Katy Perry. Just a little. <laughs> Didn't, didn't we go through this already? Didn't Gaga and uh, Christina Aguilera have that feud and then they made up on the voice and everything's fine now? Is that what's going on again here? Uh, yeah. <laughs> and who's your third hot mess? My third hot mess, and I, I just find myself sort of giggling all day long over this. Minister Fred, you thought he'd drowned already, Phelps finally went to meet his maker's mark in the great beyond. <laughs> now, what really struck me on this is that it is International Happiness Day. <laughs> so if there is indeed a higher power, she's got one fucking good sense of humor. <laughs> <laughs> now, Fred Phelps is Michael Phelps' brother, correct? I think Ooh. so, yes. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, good riddance. To Fred Phelps. All right. Yep. So, uh, Jonathan, Thomason, are you both lubed up? <laughs> I'm getting there. Good to go, my friend. All right. Here we go. Boots and pants and boots and pants and boots and pants and boots and pants and pants and pants. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Please take it away. All righty. Tiger Woods apologized for pulling out of the Arnold Palmer Invitational on Tuesday due to back pain. He then said, that's not the only thing I pulled out of. Right, Mrs. Palmer? Oi! Hey, uh, hey, hey now. Hey, now. Secretary of State Don Kerry announced this week that he's sending homosexuality experts to tackle Uganda's anti-gay law. Richard Simmons and Marcus Bachman will be leaving shortly. Any more room in the bus, boys? Duke porn star Bell Knox told Piers Morgan this week, there's really no way for women to win in this patriarchal society. She then bent over and took two cocks up the ass while singing the Duke alma mater. <laughs> you don't know it, do you? You don't know the alma mater, do you, sire? Uh, no. It has something to do with Duke, Duke, Duke. <laughs> Weaky mom. Nothing fun like Bula Bula, you know, nothing like Maine, like Yale. Yale. <laughs> Fox News' Dana Perino flipped out on co-host Bob Beckel on Tuesday when he said the situation with Russia and the Ukraine is not America's problem. Perino, Perino yells, did you not read anything that was written over the weekend? I spent my whole time reading 
about this stuff, so I cannot talk about it here. So I can talk about it here, sorry. Beckel countered with, no, I didn't read anything that was written. I can't read. This is Fox News. We're paid not to know what's going on. <laughs> sorry, that was bad. <laughs> Amazing delivery. That was, you sound like you got some, some of those words caught up your diviner. Yeah. Three weeks read. My damn diviner. <laughs> Facebook announced last week a program called Diva Face, which can determine whether photographed faces are of the same person with 97.25% accuracy. In response, Kim Kardashian said, well, I can deep face the same person with 100% accuracy. Take that, Facebook. <laughs> waka, waka, waka. <laughs> That's some deep dish football. <laughs> Planetary scientists may have spotted ocean waves rippling on the seas of Saturn's largest moon, Titan. No, 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 wait a minute. That was just Chris Christie. <laughs> <laughs> the executive director of the Texas Republican Party was attempting to explain the GOP's alternative to fair pay legislation when, he, when she said, men are better negotiators. I would encourage women, instead of pursuing the courts for action, to become better negotiators. Either that or revert their vaginas into dicks. Yeah, why not do that? <laughs> That's good advice, I guess. <laughs> it's interesting you said vagina just now, though. I, I know. I was. I had to like mentally block Trevinas, Trevinas, or It was. It was called a miracle when a 107-year-old woman who fled the conflict in Syria arrived in Germany to be reunited with her family, including her newborn great-grand, great-great-granddaughter. Also a miracle. The fact she's a hundred fucking seven years old. Yeah, yeah. I don't hold you from sexy kid, and yeah, yeah. <laughs> she's a bitch. Okay. Is a alpha. She's a bitch. Is a alpha caca. <laughs> Members of several German reenactment groups. I didn't know there were more than one, but several reenactment groups in Minnesota gathered for dinner in their SS uniforms surrounded by Nazi flags at a Minneapolis restaurant, Gustav Zergimlichkeit, in December. Yes, I could use a tissue after that. Participants and World War II Historical Reenactment Society, Inc. member, John Borum, defended the group and his cohorts by saying, We're here to educate people about history. It's the same as wanting to be the bad guy when you're playing cowboys and Indians. There's an attraction to the bad side. He later added, oh, and I also hate the Jews. <laughs> <laughs> Mick Jackson's girlfriend of four years killed herself the other night. I guess she's going to get no satisfaction. <laughs> oh... Wow. <laughs> Can you say that joke one more time? Can you say that joke one more time? We Say the joke? Yeah, you say it one more time. <laughs> okay. Think yeah. Jagger's girlfriend of four years killed herself the other night. I guess she couldn't get no 
Satisfaction. Kim Kardashian had to go through a drastic make under for the new oxygen show, Celebrities Undercover. When Kim first heard this, she got under the boom mic guy and pulled down his pants. Apparently, she misunderstood the term make under. <laughs> Westboro Baptist Church founder Fred Phelps reportedly died in Kansas today. When previously interviewed, Phelps said when he died, he wasn't looking for an undertaker. He was looking for an uppertaker. It wasn't even 10 seconds before Charlie Sheen joined in the gay bashing. Because <laughs> he likes the uppers. <laughs> <laughs> Fred Phelps, as Jonathan was just talking about, was a church founder, a religious revolutionary, and an unyielding activist. But mostly, he will be remembered as an asshole. Yep. <laughs> Courtney Love tweeted a prediction about the whereabouts of missing Malaysian airliner MH370. Not to be outdone, Khloe Kardashian conducted an open, an open Google Plus forum on the U.S. imposed sanctions on Russia. <laughs> <laughs> An opal Googan. Let's see if I get this. The Koch brothers are expected to assist the Republican. <laughs> I don't think so. I don't think he got it. No, he didn't. The, the, Koch, <laughs> the Koch, Koch brothers? The Koch, the Koch brothers. The you Koch, Koch? <laughs> The Koch brothers are expected to assist the Republican spending far away in that of the Democrats for the 2014 presidential election. That's no joke here. I just wanted to hear Weeks try to pronounce cock again. <laughs> <laughs> it's Coke, damn it. Damn you. It's near Coke to you. <laughs> the, deadline near to enroll, the deadline to enroll in Obamacare is fast approaching with just days left. We are giving you this warning in advance as it will take at least a full day for you to sign up. <laughs> now, bear with me, because this was like going downhill in the slalom, and I could, like, take a quick turn at any moment here. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of twists and turns in this sucker. Republican <laughs> prospective Senate candidate Scott Brown is going around the country criticizing Obamacare in order to hopefully trump up support for his New Hampshire Senate race. However, he stopped by New Hampshire Senate Representative Herb Richardson's house on Saturday, where Richardson said Obamacare was a financial lifesaver for him, and his wife said, thank God for Obamacare. It turns out that because of Obamacare, rather than paying $1,100 a month out of pocket for Richardson's health problems, the Richardsons are only paying 136 a month. Boy... Paul Scott Brown's probably really huge, red schlong, red. <laughs> the Washington Post released an article this week where it criticized Florida's harsh execution theater. However, the article ended with, what is Florida? So is it really that bad? <laughs> oh. Yep. I got the hanging chad right here. 
The NRA is wait, Fogarty, you're not talking about Mick Jagger's girlfriend again, are you? No, I was talking about that Shamalia with the hanging chat. <laughs> the, uh, the NRA is reportedly using political blackmail in order to stop President Obama's appointment of Vivek Murthy as U.S. Surgeon General. If only the NRA had another dangerous tool they could use to silence Murthy, but what? What? <laughs> what? And why can't they find a book? Why can't they find a political black woman? Why does it always have to be a male? True. <laughs> what? What is that? Who? What? What black woman are they talking about? Political black male. Why can't it be a political black woman? That's true. Uh... What? <laughs> I thought you were a true blonde. <laughs> I lost it. I lost my blonde. Oh, who's next? Me? Shit. Bill yeah. O'Reilly. <laughs> Bill O'Reilly <laughs> criticized President Obama's appearance on Between Two Ferns with Zach Galifianakis, saying that President Lincoln never would have disrespected the office by doing satire. Obama defended himself on morning radio this week by saying President Lincoln was known to tell a body joke every now and then. Presidential advisors then immediately rushed to stop Obama when he began saying, for instance, there once was a man from Nantucket. <laughs> yep. Very nice. And apparently Abe knew all about that because he had a man who could suck it. You've <laughs> <laughs> read those later, read those later <laughs> day reports of Abe. <laughs> what? Uh, you know the you know you know the stuff about Abe Lincoln that's come out in the last ten years, and then finding no. the love letters and the fact that he like had a long term relationship with a man from the infantry. Ooh. Oh, was it Wilfred Brimley? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> All right, weeks. All right. PBS reporter Miles O'Brien, who had his arm amputated after filming equipment fell on him, said in a recent interview that he's keeping up his positive attitude because he wants to make sure he's not in a dark place. The dark place being the gapping hole where his arm used to be. <laughs> the what? The gaping, 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 gaping. And <laughs> <laughs> like related in related news, Aaron Ralston and his girlfriend challenged Miles O'Brien to a three-way one-armed duel. Err, duel. <laughs> I like the way you say Miles O'Brien. Quattro. Would that be a quell? <laughs> <laughs> President Obama went on Ellen to discuss his health care law. He then told Ellen her selfie with all those celebrities at the Oscars was cheap. Right. And taking a selfie at a funeral for a dignitary is classy. <laughs> it sure is. It sure is. <laughs> CNN anchor Don Lemon suggested the validity of theories that the missing Malaysian airliner was sucked into a black hole or that it disappeared into the Bermuda Triangle and that it's getting like the movie Lost. In response, commentator Mary Schiavo said a black hole will suck in the whole universe, so that's out. 
The Bermuda Triangle is usually weather, and that loss is a TV show, not a movie. CNN, making Fox News look good since, well, always. Yep. <laughs> oh, brother. Former Ohio police captain was freed after spending 15 years in prison for killing his ex-wife is going back to jail because the appeals court ruled the judge was wrong to release him. This is the fastest a brother has been in and out of anything besides Kim Kardashian in quite a long time. <laughs> yep. I'll the fool. WeirdCharlotte.com has released a list of why Charlotte is one of the weirdest places on the planet, citing reasons like downtown is called uptown, and everything is oddly evangelical. The number one reason, though, is Chili's too. Ah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we stand I like downtown, Charlotte. It's a funky little bird. <laughs> so what was that sound that you just made, Weeks? Ah, Chili's too. We've had terrible memories of being stuck in an airport, and the only thing to eat was Chili's too. You don't even like Chili's. Why do they have to have a Chili's too? And why are all the Chili's twos in airports? I don't get this. I don't get it. It beats Chili's Express. <laughs> That's very true. Oh, Express. Oh. <laughs> what? That bread? Was it ciabatta? <laughs> it was Shabana and Shabana Brick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Former Ridgewood, New Jersey Public Works Inspector Thomas Rica pleaded guilty to stealing $460,000 in quarters from the town's parking meter collection room. He then unfortunately ran into a homeless man on, the, on his way to the coin star. <laughs> <laughs> Two executions in Oklahoma have been pushed back a month as the state cannot find drugs to kill the two criminals. I guess you could say when it comes to executions, Oklahoma really is not killing it. Who keeps doing the way? That's very funny. Okay. Seven male strippers stopped an armed robber by tackling the man to the ground when he attempted to steal costumes from them and fired a shot. Kind of like the incident at Babes, except that time the strippers were the ones attacking me. Oh, no. Oh, oh, oh. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Brooklyn man, Somalia Remy. <laughs> <laughs> Allegedly slipped his girlfriend abortion pills while the two had intercourse, causing the stillborn birth of her 14-year-old, I mean, sorry, 13-week-old <laughs> fetus. Oh, it was not a 14-year-old fetus. While trying to console his girlfriend, Remy said, well, at least we got dinner out of it. Oi. <laughs> Englishwoman Laureen Morris was sentenced this week to two years in prison for having sex with an eight-year-old boy 50 times. Oh, my. 
Talk about getting off lightly. A transgender woman accused of killing three prostitutes decades ago in Washington State blamed the murders on the person she was before undergoing gender reassignment surgery in Thailand. Stating her previous persona, Doug Perry, didn't stop the killing, Donna Perry stopped it. Interesting that in order to stop more violence, she had some Thai dude cut her cock off. (laughs) 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 While Brissetta Jenner had wind. (laughs) She had wind? Uh Huh? What? Brissetta Jenner had wind? Brissetta Jenner? What? (laughs) Did you fart? (laughs) Huh? <laughs> All right, Sire. Thank you so much for joining the Jack Off. You got it. Thank you, Wizard. Boots and Pants and Boots and Pants. Boots and Pants and Boots and Pants and Boots and Pants and Boots and Pants and Boots and Pants. Yeah, the show feels a little weird. Yeah, it's like it's, uh, it's, I don't know. It just feels like it's not in place right now. <laughs> We're all over the place. Um, you know, like, a, what? And that's not a bad thing. That's, not, that's, you know, you know, like your table mat. It's like the forks are on the left versus on the right. That's how it feels. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> it feels like the small fork is, has been replaced by the big fork, and the big fork has been re- replaced by a, a little, one of those little, 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 itty-bitty uh, stirring spoons. That's right. That something is off there. <laughs> now, speaking of something is off, last week we had a caller towards the end of the show uh, who later admitted to me that he was trying to make the show worse by calling in and, you know, making, uh, trying to make it worse. Now, making no sense and whatnot. Now, now, I don't think he realized that that is an impossible task. <laughs> That's right. He should have known that. He must have not been listening to our show, and uh, therefore he, he paid the ultimate price. He actually made us better, I think. <laughs> yeah. See, we were at zero, and he elevated us to like point zero 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 three. That's right. That's right. He, he should call it more often. <laughs> Weeks, uh, uh, Tom Fogarty just left us. I'm pretty sure he was trying to sabotage every joke just now, by the way. <laughs> I think so, too. He did a good job. He really got beat. I was sabotaging myself a lot, though. Yeah, yeah. Not his own <laughs> jokes. He was just trying to sabotage my jokes and your jokes. I think he went after me a little more than usual tonight. Huh? Huh? What? Huh? <laughs> Wait, do this. Let's do it again. What? 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 Say what? Speaking of Fogarty, uh, I'm going to read a couple of his Facebook statuses. First one is about his mother. Um, how would you like me to read Fogarty's status about his mother? Uh, Ooh, in, what, this, that. in what voice? Okay. 
That's tough. Um, uh, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. R. Kelly. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I just, oh, 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 there, and she is rather chipper. Even her shade was down. Lordy, they might be ice skating in hell today. They're ice skating in hell. Oh, 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 oh. I loved it. I loved it. I'm skating in hell today. <laughs> <laughs> and I will now uh, read a Fogarty status about um, Broadway legends, I think, or music legend in general, because I don't fucking know. Linda Eater. Yes, I think she was on Broadway. Yes, Linda Eder or Eater. Uh, how would you like me to read Fogarty's status about her? <laughs> John Travolta. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and thank you, uh, Randall Ebert, for <laughs> singing the shingles of the windmill. Every now and then she finds a song that's perfect for her range and power. And this Mitch Lee classic is a brilliant. Did I say Mitch Lee? I meant like a Mitch Hall. I don't know. I, don't care. I was trying to, trying to do the Vinnie Barbarino. Fuck you, man. This is really hard. I'm sorry, no, that was great. I loved it. I have the old Ebert. Well, what did I say? <laughs> the beginning. Did you say Randall Ebert or something? Randall Ebert? Something, something like that, yeah, yeah. That was amazing. I loved it. I loved it. You know, I saw, you know those hand dryers in the bathroom that uh, are not paper towels? <laughs> I fucking hate those. Yes, I hate them. <laughs> what do you hate about them? Oh, first of all, they have the new ones that are like the Dyson ones that are, that are incredibly loud. It's like a jet propulsion engine in my room. I almost, whenever I turn them on, I almost start flying away to the door. Uh, and, and then, first of all, they're loud. They're, they're, the noise level is so loud. I think they actually uh, deter people from drying their hands. Therefore, it makes it even messier because people are just touching the door handles with their wet hands. And then um, you have to stand there for minutes, you know, so it creates a line behind you. And I, it, it really doesn't dry your hands that well. Then your hands start, you know, uh, get all dry and, and busted up and the, the skin starts getting... It's just terrible. Where are the paper towels? Where are they? <laughs> uh, well, um, I encountered one of those hand dryer things in a cafe uh in the West Village area, I suppose, the other day. Um, I think it was today, actually. See, I'm all off after that guy thought it, you know, couldn't tell it was Wednesday. Now, I don't know what day it was. But um, on this hand dryer, it was written, um, this couch sucks. <laughs> and what do you make of that? Well, <laughs> I think he really means his hand dryer sucks, and I probably agree with him. I may have written that. Uh, you know, that, that I don't blame him. The hand dryers are just terrible ideas. They failed long ago, but they still continue to install them because most establishments are too cheap to pay for damn paper towels. With paper towels, you can control them nowadays with those little 
automatic ones. Those are kind of annoying, but those at least they, you know, control the cost, I think. <sighs> you know? But hold on. You didn't address the fact that he called it a couch. I know. I, it, it, it doesn't make sense, but it does in a way. Uh, it, you know, certain couches that really suck, it sucks so bad. That's why the sucking is synonymous with the drying of your hands. <laughs> Did you say the sucking is synonymous? <laughs> yes. It's synonymous with Javinus. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, what's going on up in those things? Do you know what's going on up in those vaginas? I don't know. I mean, it's just those things really. I don't know about those things. What's going on up there? They're supernatural. It's like a black hole up there. It's uh, you know, no, no, it's nothing. Uh, you know, things go in, but they don't go out, and it's just uh, I don't know. It's it's danger zone. <laughs> what what went in that that didn't come out of a vagina you encountered? <laughs> um tampons. <laughs> <laughs> what if it gets stuck stuck up there? He asks her that too. What if it gets stuck up there and she's she's like uh, or he, he she's like, Don't put it off the butt and he's like well, I just figure if I poop hard enough, it'll come out. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, now, John Lee, I want to uh, uh, ask you about this before we get into the close of the show. On okay. your Facebook, on your Facebook status, um, you said, this is, and I quote, this is your status from a few days ago, which I'm oh, very confused by, and oh, I boy. need an explanation. So you say, wow, I have no idea. When and how it started, no, when and how I started using the thumbs up for saying goodbye or approving of someone, something is dangerously wrong with my life right now. What's going on there? <laughs> I meant every word of that, uh, even though it makes no sense. Um, uh, you know, I don't know what it is, but, uh, you know, I've been trying to improve my nonverbal behavior. And so when when I approve of someone or, you know, because, like, it's tough. It's tough, like, you know, in the professional world, I try to approve of something. You really can't, you know, slap someone five or you can't, you know, fist bump. So, you know, what I do now is I give thumbs up. It, it used to be it used to be something I did a lot in high school, and it, it, it's come back <laughs> for some It's come back for some reason, and... You know, so, like, the supervisor will tell me, good job, I'll give them a thumbs up. Or, like, you know, uh, it was really nice talking to you. I'll smile and give someone a thumbs up. And they give me this very, <laughs> give me this very uh, weird face that they're like, what? what is he doing? And I think someone at one point even told me, it was like, what's with the thumbs up? Uh, I approve. And uh, it's just become, and it's, like, becoming innate. It's, like, natural behavior for me to do that now. And it's spilling over to my social life and personal life outside of work. Uh, it it can't be stopped. I can't stop it. Did did that person who approved of it give you a thumbs up of approval? Uh, no, they smiled. Uh, but nobody gives me the thumbs up in return. I'm trying to start a trend here, I guess, that only I am doing. I guess. First off, this whole new hobby of yours makes it sound like you're about ninety years old. <laughs> 
And secondly, why are you trying to uh, enhance your nonverbal communication? You becoming a monk or something? <laughs> you know, all of these I've gone to like, you know, you know, presentations on how to lead, how to, you know, uh, listen well, how to be an active listener, and nonverbal communication is such a big thing in our world, and I never really thought it was. I, I don't like nonverbal communication. I, you know, it's, it's been, you know, it's been drilled into my head so much that I have to become nonverbal. So now I do a lot of head shaking and a lot of thumbs up. And uh, that's what, what's happened. It's translated into the thumbs up. Who tells you to non-verbally communicate, though? Who's drilling that into your head? Uh, it's just like... You're on the radio for Christ's sake. I know. I know. I feel, like, I feel like a lot of the world has become non-verbal communication-centric. Like, the verbal stuff is not as big anymore. Uh, we have to, you know, kind of, you know... Our character comes out through how we behave. So, uh, you know, and, and, you know, a lot of things, a lot of seminars have talked about it, a lot of communication skills have talked about it. And uh, I guess I've been very poor at it, and uh, I'm trying to pick up some things, but I guess I picked up a really bad habit. The thumbs up is not such a great nonverbal communication technique. No, it's good. It's nice and positive. It just makes you seem like a geezer. But I, I've, I've meant to pose this theory to you for months now, and I keep forgetting on a weekly basis, but um, I think it may coincide with what you're talking about. I am of the mind, and you tell me whether or not you agree. If if you don't, it's fine. I'm of the mind that communication, communicate with each other, is very cyclical, and it's not necessarily moving forward. Now, let me explain. Now, it used to be that you communicated through uh, letters, uh, on, you know, words on paper. Then um, there was the telephone, and people spoke on the telephone. Then, um, you know, fast forward to the cell phone, and then there's, uh, then there's email. So with email, pe- people are kind of back to writing letters. Then you go to... Um, AIM. Remember when AOL Instant Messenger was Oh, used? yes. Oh, yes. I okay. still have it, yeah. Okay. So you go to that era, and then you're writing little short messages back and forth to each other, <clears throat> which, to, to me, in this cycle, may have been the pinnacle of the forward movement. And then you go from this kind of direct communication, the direct, easy communication, uh, with each other, though you're still kind of writing letters, little, you know, letters that make you seem mentally challenged, um, you uh, then go uh, into the the MySpace and the Facebook and the Twitter, mm-hmm. and then it's like it was at the beginning where you're not talking directly to someone, you're talking to everyone, uh, mm-hmm. and it just seems a little bit backwards, to me, mostly just kind of cyclical going around in a circle where, uh, you know, you start off with writing letters, and I would assume that more than one person could see it, and you end with Facebook where you're writing words down and more than one person can see it. Is there any sort of validity validity to this theory that I have of the cyclical communication? 
Well, listen, I think you're, this is a really complex analysis of the world today in communication. I think this is a, what you bring up is a great idea, great uh, perspective. There's a lot of titties in it. There's a lot of titties, so sorry. Um, but I know what you're, I know what you're saying. I, I, I agree with what you're saying. I think uh, communication has changed drastically in the last 10 years from, uh, you know, emails and, you know, to AIM to, I think the predominant way of communication now, you know, between personal friends and family is texting now, you know. So it's like we have a limited amount of space to get what we our point across. You know, with Twitter, you have, what, 100-something, you know, characters that you got to put in there. And mm-hmm. you don't want to go on uh, Facebook status and put a 1,000 words in there. And, uh, you know, we've become very much a... Unless you're Michelle Kinney. Yeah, exactly. You know, she writes whole books on that thing. But, uh, you know, who's going to read that? But, uh, no, I'm just kidding. Michelle, good kid. Good kid. Uh, but, yeah. you know, we've, we've become very focused on to-the-point communication with a minimal amount of letters and pictures. I think pictures have dominated uh, the way we do things now. So it's like an image that counts for everything. And an image can mean a lot of things, you know. And, and it used to mean a lot of things. But now it's been narrowed down lately with... Uh, you know, uh, Facebook and MySpace, where the image counts for everything now. So, um, I don't know. I, I think what you're saying is correct. It's cyclical. I think we're going the, the wrong direction in terms of meaningful communication between people. And it's also, you know, I, I know what you're saying in terms of, you know, broadcasting on MySpace and Facebook, and it, it, it caters to a larger audience, and it goes across to a larger audience. But the, the communication is not as uh, of a higher quality and it also kind of, um, I think, backfires because it also only is intended for your friends or your group, and therefore you're kind of like focused on your friends and your group. You're not really expanding your horizons and the, the, the communication group that you're in, in a way. It's almost, in a way, you're, 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 you're broadcasting to your large friend group, but you're not, um, you know, trying to expand those horizons uh, in terms of your friend, your network. So, I mean, it, it could be bad in a lot of ways, too. So, um, yeah. But I don't know if it's some stuff thing. I, I, maybe it's a, it's, a, it's a product of that. Maybe I'm just doing a Facebook photo and helping, you know, making people, re- you know, remember me with the thumbs up. Maybe that's what we've become, just emoticons, walking emoticons. <laughs> walking emoticons with Giovanna. That's right. You know, maybe we're not even individuals anymore. We're just uh, Facebook profiles walking around. (laughs) Well, (laughs) even if communication is deteriorating, which I'm not sure. I'm not sure it is. But even if it is, still, please, to my friends who are between 38 and 42 years old, stop fucking calling me. Stop (laughs) fucking calling. Do not call. I hate getting phone calls now. And don't you even fucking think about leaving a goddamn voicemail. <laughs> voicemail are even worse than getting the fucking call. Why? Why does that age group insist on calling? It's only the, those four years. It's not like our, our parents. It's not anyone our age or younger. It's just 38 to 42-year-olds will not let go with a fucking phone call. Stop it! <laughs> And I, and I, slowly, I think they're getting phased out. And it's funny you should say that because there are 
people older than 42 who don't like the uh, phone calls. They actually like the text messaging more so. Tons, tons, tons of older people. Like, you know, our parents' generation, they, they're, they're all texting, so why the fuck can't Rob Biederman text me? <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah, you're right. Though. You know, and, and, you know, I'm not to say it's to be all negative and doom and gloom, but I think, yeah, there are positives to it, you know. We could talk to somebody in China now, you know, very easily, and I think that's a great thing, too, so. <laughs> in China. I meant in vagina, sorry. In the vagina. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so um, I I think uh, that we, you know, by the way, while I'm fucking talking about people do not call me, B-Mars is fucking calling me. (laughs) Calling right now. In my ear. He's probably doing that to annoy you. (laughs) Well, it succeeded. Um, Now... Uh, let's let's go back uh, again to play those clips that were just so so wonderful. I just want to make sure that we hear this lady one more time. Here we yeah. go. Just putting it up in, insert it, and then just pull the cardboard out. Put put it up in what? <laughs> you said insert it. The vagina. In the what? Yeah. In your thought. Uh, your. Uh, did you, did you say in my in my butt? Your butt? <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, up the front of your butt. Just stick it in there. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> she can't think of the word vagina, so she just agrees with him. That's so dangerous. I mean, you know, why would you actually did that? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it would feel nice. <laughs> Maybe it was. Um, and now, are there are there safer ways to to handle this situation, or you just think up the butt's the easiest way to go? Yeah, I just stick it up your javanus, and that's it, honey. Play <laughs> <laughs> that one more time. Um, and now, are there are there safer ways to to handle this situation, or you just think up the butt's the easiest way to go? Yeah, I'll just stick it up your javanus, and that's it, honey. <laughs> and number three. It, it only goes in the javanus. You don't uh, put it in the white. It goes up where? You you said a word that I didn't hear before. The same, I'm not pronouncing it very well. The same word you said, that instead of the penis, the other, it goes up the... But. Javanus. Uh, <laughs> no, they and, put them up yeah. their vagina. They don't put them up their butt. It's just for oh, the javina. The, the javina. Yeah, javina. Yeah, it's to keep. It's just for like when you're on your period, for ladies. How many times can this woman say divina without realizing? She's clearly an adult woman that should know what a fucking vagina is. <laughs> She missed health class. <laughs> she said during the conversation she's 71, so, you know, you would think that she would know what that thing is. Javana. I like I like the Javana more. <laughs> I, I do, too. They should legally change the name of vaginas to Javanas. I agree. Javana, Chibata, Chibani sandwich, man. So, um, what do you think the dog that lives by itself, Mousy, is doing right now? 
Well, you know, we we ended the story. We ended the story with Mousy uh, coming to terms with her crime of killing Corey, or at least assisting in the murder of, of Corey, uh, her good, once good friend. You know, we remember uh, Corey died after he jumped over the couch into uh, a TV screen as 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 Mousy was playing rock band and electrocuted himself, and therefore set the house on fire. Uh, you know, the million-dollar mansion that Mousy used to live in. Mm-hmm. So now, Mousy, you know, went went to the hospital because uh, she was, hear- you know, claiming she was hearing voices or Corey's voices, and she was going insane. She was uh, actually put into a, a mentally uh, insane asylum. And uh, so she... <laughs> a mentally insane asylum? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. You haven't heard of those because they're brand new. But, uh, you may as well instead of Javana at that point. <laughs> Okay, so she was, uh, she, she came to terms with her crime and she actually turned herself in. She's uh, serving a one year uh, prison sentence, maximum, uh, maximum security prison um, in Vermont, actually. And uh, she's been there and trying to survive, really. She's, she did all right for the first uh, couple of weeks, even though we, we just reported on this last week. Uh, and uh, she's been surviving, but, you know, recently there's been some uh, trouble. So, you know, apparently a rival gang tried to shank her in the bathroom as she was taking a shower. And um, uh, luckily for her, for Mousy, a friend was there. And uh, the friend goes by uh, the name of Terrence Howard. And uh, actually they got into a big big brawl in the shower, and uh, they survived that. And uh, Mousy since then has... Uh, Pretty close to this friend, and uh, you know she she claims that once she gets out of jail, which won't be too much longer because she's been on pretty good behavior, uh, she's going to release a rap album. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> and uh, she's going with Cater Howard. Uh, <laughs> 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 yes, it was called, uh, the name is really Tennis Howard, but. In Josh Walter's uh, words, it's t- Tater Howard, yes. Tater Howard. <laughs> <laughs> so she's ready to, uh, you know, she's writing rhymes. She's getting ready to uh, release an album. And uh, we may be able to hear some snippets of that next week. Oh, God. So. Now, these these uh, <laughs> these uh, guys that attacked her in the prison, uh, were they guys or were they, uh, were they dogs? Well... Uh, uh, some of them were, uh, were, it was a mixture of guys and dogs. This is a guy-dog mixed prison system. Oh, okay. And this rap album, what language is it going to be in? Well, it's going to be in a mixture of of barking, the language of dogs, and and Chameleon voices. So (laughs) it's going to Is is barking the official language of dogs? That's the official (laughs) language. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Barking. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 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 it is. Barking is the official language of dogs. Okay. Yes. Well, I look forward to hearing her, her dope beats. Now, what's your favorite scene? She's a mime with a mind, 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 a uh, <laughs> wow. Sorry about that. It's got to be 
Amanda Bynes plays a ruthless oil salesman in the movie There Will Be Blood. And I, I, I just can't get over the movie. It's just incredible. And uh, you know, her name is... There Will Be Blood movie. It's, it's incredible. Have you seen it? No. You have to see it. And she plays a, a guy named Daniel Plainview. Anyways, there it goes. And she's in a conversation with a, uh, pre- uh, a preacher uh, who's is really moral enemies with him. You're not the chosen brother, Eli. It was Paul who was chosen. You see, he found me and told me about your land. You're just a fool. Why are you talking about Paul? Don't say this to me. I did what your brother couldn't. I broke you and I beat you. It was Paul who told me about you. He's the prophet. He's the smart one. He knew I was there, and he found me to take it out of the ground. And you know what the funny thing is. Listen, listen, listen. I paid him $10,000 cash in hand, just like that. He has his own company now, a prosperous little business, three wells producing oil, $5,000 a week. Stop crying, Eli, you sniveling ass. Stop your nonsense. You're just the afterbirth, Eli. No, you slithered out of your mother's filth. No, they should have put you in a glass jar on a mantelpiece. Where were you when Paul was suckling at your mother's teeth? Where were you? Who is nursing you, poor Eli, one of Bandy's sows? That land has been had. Nothing you can do about it. It's gone. It's had. You lose. If you would just take this lease, Daniel, please. Drainage. Drainage. Eli, you boy. Drain dry. I'm so sorry. Here, if you have a milkshake, and I have a milkshake, and if I have a straw, there it is. That's a straw, you see. You watching now? And my straw reaches across the room and starts to drink your milkshake. I drink your milkshake. I drink it up. Don't bully me, Daniel. Did you think your song and dance and your superstitions would help you, Eli? I am the third revelation. I am who the Lord has chosen. And that's my favorite scene in Jesus' name, man. Put your man to his man. I'm pretty sure you just said Daniel. <laughs> McDaniel's mine. <laughs> uh, that was, I think that was your best one. Yeah, I've been waiting for that There Will Be Blood clip, and I think that that, you're, you totally committed 100% to that uh, delivery, and the stakes were extremely high in an acting classes. That's where you're always going to make your stake high. So that well done, my friend. Thank you, sir. Thank you. I'm learning from you and uh, hopefully getting a little bit better. I really like that character, even though it's so disturbing. <laughs> <laughs> and my favorite scene is season member with the main bank, mannequin man, is uh, when um, Woody Harrelson and Matthew McConaughey are taking a Chinese class. And uh, Amanda Baines is the teacher, man. And uh, Harold, Woody Harrelson and McConaughey, they they couldn't make the test on time to take the test with all the other lads in the class. So had them go to another room, uh, and they, they they brought their backpacks, and uh, neither of them knew any any answers to any of the questions on the test. So. Uh, <laughs> McConaughey turns to Harrelson and says, Hey, uh, Marty, uh, uh, 
think maybe we should just look in the book. And then uh, okay. Woody Harrelson says, I don't know, man. Maybe we should look in the book, man. I don't know. <laughs> Matthew McConaughey goes, I think uh probably be a lot more fun if we had our shirts off. And uh, then uh, they they cheated on the entire test. And uh, that's our favorite scene. It's my mind with my brain again, man. Oh, my God. That was amazing. First of all, your Bikane was excellent. And then you know, Woody Harrelson sounded like mine, Drew. It was amazing. It was amazing. <laughs> yeah. I wasn't going for mine, Drew, but, uh, but, but thank you nevertheless. <laughs> it was amazing. I said that McConaughey was out of this park. It was, it was really good. Out of this park, really, as opposed to a, not the park. It was, it was out of Central Park. Yeah. <laughs> Central Park. That's where that guy went bird watching. Oh, no. Did he have like holes in his pants and shirt that day? Yes, a hole in his shirt right in the armpit. <laughs> It was so nasty. Well, I bet you're looking forward to New Orleans, baby. Oh, my God, yeah. I meant to talk about that tonight, but we have run out of time, so uh, we'll get the PTSD next week. Uh, I can think of no better way of ending the show than by saying, if it ain't showbiz, it ain't a biz. Hit the brakes, Florence. And if you have a Barbie doll, what are you going to do with that thing? Cover in oil. Light a match. Light it on fire, and uh, let's say, let's light the fires, kick the tires, big buddy. <laughs> Good night, Javonis. Good night, Weeks. Good night, everybody. Good night, Reason. Thanks, Kelly Lee. Hey, man. <laughs>